listening to In the Trench. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of In the Trench. Uh, sorry again for a little two-week hiatus, but listen, we're back now, better than ever. Uh, back on the same schedule, Wednesdays and Fridays. We have today Julio Ruiz from the Suicide Squad, otherwise known as Milton. This legend came into our hearts last year with this amazing movie that came out that we're probably hoping to push for that Oscar uh, fan nomination. Otherwise, it was such a great, great, great episode having him on. He told us all of his experiences working on the, on the movie, the new projects he's working on, how it was working with James Gunn. Yes, everything going on in the state of DC right now. And it was really, really a fun podcast uh, talking to Julio. So thanks again, Julio, for coming on. Can't wait to have you on again. Quick shout out to Hillary Ice Team and the Activewear for the sponsorships. And without further ado, let's get into it. Kind of talk to me, kind of starting off strong before we talk, obviously, the Suicide Squad and some other stuff that you that you were in. Um, tell me about what's going on in your life right now, man. I see you're you're in the middle of filming something. <laughs> yeah, I had to get into my car. Um Sorry, I, I mixed up some of my schedules, but um, yeah, I'm very excited, man. I got some things ho- going on right now. Uh, actually, I can't publicly talk about it because, uh, you know, some NDA stuff. But, you know, the, the Suicide Squad did open up some opportunities for me in the sense that um, I'm able to walk into some doors now that maybe weren't there before. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but as far as the work ethic and, you know, everything like that goes, um, it's been the same. Right. You got to keep grinding um, with the auditions. If you're doing those, uh, the classes, you know, the online opportunities that you get, you know, the pandemic really did slow down some things, but it also opened up some opportunities for actors that otherwise, um, you know, those opportunities would not be there. Right. Most of the auditions were in person in L.A. Now um, they're they're able to see people from outside of the state because most auditions are self tapes now. You know what I'm saying? So. We've been very fortunate in the sense that uh, work has slowly but surely resumed. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm part of a couple of projects right now that I'm very proud of and I can't wait for everybody to see. That's super exciting. And mm-hmm. I, I know you said that um, the Suicide Squad opened some doors for you. And not just you, there's James Gunn does that a lot with his movies. He really tries to get some some people. He tries to do that. He tries to get new people on, on the scene instead of, uh, you know, use reusing the exact same actors obviously he has his group that he likes working with like um like on the on the suicide squad and guardians of the galaxy that he has some of the same actors but he does open the doors like for Ratcatcher. i know he she she kind of came on the scene through james gunn as well so talk to me about yeah, daniela that, that was yeah so daniela is a phenomenal actress um that one scene when she's talking about uh you know, how much she, she doesn't have any problem how, uh, with how much she loves her father. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, I was in the bus with her when she was giving that, you know, that monologue. And, you know, it, it was, for me, it was a masterclass. I don't care if it was Daniela, Idris, John, Margo, um, you know, Peter, all of them, David, of, of course, Joe Kinnaman. You know, everybody in, in, in my immediate world, as far as the suicide squad goes, it was like taking a master class. I learned a little bit from everybody, um, how to be a professional, how to be the hardest working person in the room, how to be cool in, in situations that otherwise, you know, you might not be, you know, there's situations you can't control, right? And, um, but everybody in that room was a constant professional. Um, it was truly, like I said, a master class, right? 
you know, seeing how Margot transitions from being Margot into Harley Quinn, uh, Idris, you know, I couldn't tell when, when he was, you know, just being himself and then flipping the switch and just being Bloodsport. Yeah. You know, um, it was my first major project. I've done a few other, uh, you know, shows here and there, a couple of movies. But, um, you know. How was your big break? It, I, I, you know, you could say that. Yes, for sure. You know, uh, obviously the other shows and movies prepared me for this. They were like the, the stepping stone um, that, you know, you're just laying brick by brick, right? And so you get to the next one, you get to the next one. So, um, you know, you could say that the other ones were my, my, uh, my big break because they allowed me to be in the position to be in the suicide squad. Right. Of course. Um, I'll tell you what, Milton yeah. was, was the hero for me. I fucking, I fucking love those characters. Uh, the, the funny guy who just got kind of roped into a situation that he's not prepared for at all and ends up being there. And then in the end, it gets horribly shot down. That was that I, dude, I fell in love with Milton in that movie. And that's why I was like, yo, I need to get this guy on the podcast. Like it's notes. I thought it was great. I thought you did a phenomenal job, especially when I saw that that was like, you know, like you said your first huge project and working with those, you know, A-list celebrities. I want to know how, do you still talk to any of them? How was that relationship with them? Uh, uh, you know, very much so. I, I, I try to, you know, obviously uh, everybody has their own personal lives and whatnot, but I do feel like whenever, if and when I need, I need to talk to them, uh, reach out to them, they're, they're always available for me. Um, they're great people. Uh, you know, after spending six months with each other on a project like that, I, you know, you build some kind of, of um, you know, friendship and, and, uh, but again, you know, everybody's just doing their thing. It's, it's, it's work. And it's awesome to know that uh, we shared something special on the Suicide Squad. Awesome. How was it working with James Gunn? I know it's, it's for a lot of actors, they say it's one of their highlights of their career. You know what? Um, I could possibly have the greatest career in in anybody's you know history any actor but working with James Gunn is, can be that moment for me um you know I just learned so much from him uh you know this work is gets thrown out a lot but it really is a genius the way he puts things together the storylines the you know <laughs> the small little characters uh storylines that you know that he builds within the movie it's incredible that guy really is the best. And, um, you know, the success he's having, especially, um, you know, right now that the Peacemaker just finished, he, uh, you know, that guy really is one of a kind. And, and, and I'm very grateful and thankful for the opportunity of being, you know, in his vision uh, of the Suicide Squad. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's especially Peacemaker. Speaking of that, we, we, as you know, we had Spencer Thomas on and he was the coolest guy to talk to also in the way he, he talks about, how all the stunts are coordinated in um, in Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad. Uh, I remember you had one particular stunt where you got, you know, lit up at the end of the tower. Was that, were those squibs or was it CGI? No, no, those, yeah, you're, you're right the first time. Um, you know, the, I had never worked with those before and they were, they were trying to explain to me how it's going to feel, how it's going to, it's not going to hurt and things like that. I said, you know what, let's just go for it. What do I have yeah. to lose, right? I mean, yeah. I'm in possibly the biggest movie of the year and, um, you know, I'm not here to hold anybody. I'm not here to hold anybody back. You know, that, that was my moment. I'm going to go for it. And sure enough, it worked. Um, we only did one take for that scene and, um, you know, it worked. So I was very happy, very thankful that, uh, it didn't hurt. Um, the oh, fall, you know, what's that? It didn't hurt. 
it didn't hurt. No, 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 no. It didn't hurt. The fall, honestly, the adrenaline was running, you know, so high that I didn't feel any of the, the you know, the, the, the fallback. But um, again, the, what did hurt, though, was the blood afterwards. It was, you know, it was so sticky and it stuck to the ground that it was pulling on my skin. Oh, so getting up from there, that one was the most painful part of the whole whole process. Was it hard lying on the ground, acting dead and not laughing? No, well, <laughs> um, that'd be my. No, point. it wasn't. It wasn't hard. You know, obviously, we we go step by step. But you know, it was funny because there there were some lines that were cut from the from the movie. Um, you know, and they were hilarious. You know, David plays Polka Dot Man. Yeah, uh, he really dove in into the, uh, you know, the small admiration that he had for for Milton. You know. Um, Margot is hilarious. Uh, Idris obviously was improvising a lot. Um, they, they didn't make the, the final cut, but when he was saying some of the things he was saying, I was laughing on the ground. So maybe that's why I screwed up the take. Sorry, Idris. But um, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, for me, being in that situation that's so close to those people, you know, I was able to communicate and have conversations with them about, you know, other projects that they've done, um, shared some personal stories that, you know, I'm going to take with me forever. Um, yeah. Again, you know, those were those are the the parts that I'll remember that that are for me and the movies for everybody else. No, that's a beautiful way of putting it. And mm -hmm. I guess the segue to that, based on what you're saying, is what was your favorite part of working on that film? If you had to condense it to one, I know there's probably many, but if you had to condense it to one, what was your favorite part? Well, from the movie, it has to be when we're walking out in the rain with that uh the pixie song hey yeah that's a sick shot it was it, my hero shot you know people yeah. denzel walking out of the rain i mean uh, out of an explosion fire behind him you know bruce willis back in the day things like that um milton walking with the suicide squad in the rain Hell yeah. that was that was gonna that's gonna go with me forever um you know i'm trying to get it to make made into a poster so i can have it in my room you know for sure but uh that was probably the best part for me in the movie out of the whole experience man i'm gonna say i sh i did you know we had a few dinners together that uh again just interacting with some of my my heroes as far as you know acting goes learning from these people um you know we uh for me it was a great great time all throughout yeah, I'm going to say is that, man, the experiences that I shared with them in between setups, in between, you know, you know, days, that was cool. So my question also is, were you a comic book fan coming into this movie or was this like your first go ahead with like the superhero lore, DC lore? No, no, no. So um, I was a big fan. One of my uncles, he was the one who would um, buy me the the DC you remember the i don't know if you remember these but you can look them up they're called the dark knight uh batman series oh yeah and um they were like in the 90s early 2000s frank and those bat was that frank miller i believe so yes yes uh um but those toys they were so realistic they were so real you know and they were extreme you know as far as batman goes so i grew up with those and um you know obviously there's some of the members from uh the suicide squad that i wasn't aware of but um, I know that I used to watch the animated series. I used to, uh, whatever my uncles were doing, I was involved with, and they were very big fans as well. So um, it wasn't such a shock 
to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I lost, you know, all my senses whenever I found out I was going to be in the movie just because um, it didn't hit me until I was on set. Yeah. Right. There was a moment, the very first day of shooting for me, um, we're all gathered around, and uh, I believe it was Idris who said, huh, so this is a suicide squad. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in the squad. I'm in the squad. You know, I'm like, yeah. I couldn't believe it, right? At that moment, it was like, okay, this is real. Yeah, I, This is real. I, I couldn't drink water. I couldn't eat. I was so excited. Um, but again, they were so nice, so kind to me. And talking about Spencer, that guy, man, uh, okay. the stunt team, the stunt team yeah. himself, uh, my stunt double was uh, Russell. Um, Shout out to Russell. Great guy. Was that? Shout out to Russell, I'm saying. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he's in Australia right now, but that guy, man, he he taught me so much. He allowed me to experience some things behind the scenes that otherwise I don't think I could have uh, um, experienced. Um, the, when we, they were practicing that big explosion from uh, from the Peacemaker bomb that King yeah. Shark puts in the wall, yeah. when, the, when the soldiers are flying back, I was able to see that while they were practicing and whatnot. Um, I was able to go into the... Uh, the studio where they're filming or they're trying to figure out how they're going to pull the soldiers uh, from Starro inside the uh, little um, spaceship. And so those experiences with those guys, uh, I like to say that I had the easiest job on set, right? You have people doing lighting, um, set decoration, um, you know, making sure that everything is ready to go and, and grips and, uh, you know, so... You know what I'm saying? So credit to everybody on the squad, everybody on the team. Obviously, like I said, they are the hardest working people uh, in the movie and the movie doesn't go without them. So um, shout out to everybody. But again, Spencer's my guy, Russell, everybody. Um, yeah, that was a good time. That sounds awesome. I, I honestly only have two more questions for you because I know you're on a tight schedule. No, um, no, we're good. Oh, OK, cool. So my question, my next question for you was going to be so I know. If, if you're, I don't know if you're up to date with the whole, it's like, a, it's like a civil war going on in DC right now. There's the people who are embracing this new DCEU. There's the people that are stuck to the Snyderverse. Uh, if, if you've heard of any of that civil war, I want to know what your take on that is, if you have any at all. You know what? Um, I'm just a fan of cinema. I'm a fan of film, um, television. Um, you know, I, I wish that every piece of material that um, was out there gets seen because people work so hard on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I don't control any of that. Uh, uh, I, I only control what I can control. Whatever's out there, I'm going to watch. I'm a fan of everything. Um, as far as me having a personal, you know, feeling towards it, uh, you know what, that's, that's for everybody else to debate. I'm going to, I'm just going to enjoy whatever comes out from DC universe or, you know, whatever it is uh, from, from Marvel, from any studio that's out there. Um, obviously, streaming is a big thing right now. And, um, you know, I just can't catch up. Yeah. I can't catch up. I'm trying to. But, uh, you know, lucky for me, I'm very blessed and, and thankful that um, I've been able to work. And, um, yeah, man, but as far as that goes, I'll just leave it at that, right? Uh, I'm yeah. a fan. And hopefully everything gets shown and we get to see a, every piece of art that's out there. Hey, that's one of the best answers I've heard. I've... <laughs> I'm personally a huge Snyderverse supporter. I'm a huge James Gunn supporter. Just right. because our, the situation with Zack Snyder was so ugly, which would happen in, 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 the, in the Justice League situation. I had um, Wayne Carr on the podcast. I don't know if you know who that is, but he, 
he's the actor who was brought on to play Green Lantern, which nobody ever saw, um, unfortunately. But I, I completely agree with you, man. It's I want to see all the content. Um, yeah. I completely I'm I'm excited for James Gunn. James Gunn has a genius brain when it comes to storytelling, in my opinion. Um, and what he did with Peacemaker, bring a character that nobody's ever heard of. Like I, I've personally never heard of Peacemaker. I don't know anybody who's heard of Peacemaker. I have a friend right now. His name's Nick. Shout out to Nick. He he, he was telling me today at the gym. He's like, yo. I'm putting a bid on this Peacemaker comic because they're about to go through the roof. And he texted me now. I think I bought it for $300. I'm like, you're insane. You spent $300 on a comic book of Peacemaker. But that's the effect he has, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, man, you, you know, I, I just spent a weekend in my first uh, Comic-Con ever. It was in Pensacola called Pensacon. Um, I didn't know what to expect because I had never gone to one as a fan or, or as a guest. But I realized that, you know, the fans are very genuine. They'll tell you what they think of, of each project. They'll tell you uh, how they feel. And it's, it's, uh, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's worthy. It's, it's, uh, you know, what's that? Eye-opening? I, yeah, eye-opening, yes. I mean, like I said, I, I'm learning from the fans more so than anybody that, you know, how they feel about certain projects, right? Uh, most of them love the Peacemaker. Some of them, you know, they were interested to see what's next and, me too. You know, I think uh, James, whatever he's going to do with that world, um, is going to be a masterpiece just because he is an actual fan of the comics. He he knows what he's talking about. He's not just trying to pick it and choosing and, and trying to see what sticks. No, no, no. He knows what he wants. Obviously, the I believe, if I'm mistaken, the butterfly story was um, for any spoilers. I'm sorry, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, if you, haven't seen, seen maker, yeah. you haven't seen the show, right? But uh, um, it was all original content as far as that goes. And Man, the way he developed the Peacemaker, the way John, obviously, you know, um, you love that guy, right? Obviously, you, if you see the movie, you're kind of like, what the hell's going on here? But after watching eight episodes of the Peacemaker, I'm like, oh, he's a human being. He's yeah, a little, a little out there, but he's a human, you know? He was completely so, different from, well, not different. He, the, the, the journey from Suicide Squad to Peacemaker was insane because he went in suicide right. he was this cold hard killer who's gonna kill a, a child right and then you go to to peacemaker and he's like this you know like you're saying a human yeah human exactly so, you know, the, there are layers and you know and and um so again whatever content comes out from that world i'm excited for it i think james like i said pure genius um the cast and crew uh for that show killed it absolutely killed it um but yeah i'm just here to be a fan and, and enjoy whatever comes next hey all, we all are we all are it's it's so much better to just look at everything from point of view where I, hey i just like everything man like i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh screw you marvel you saw it because i like dc or screw dc because i like marvel bro i'm just i'm liking everything bro i'm a dragon ball fan I'm, I'm just enjoying whatever comes out you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean we're, i'm here for it man i'm like i said i've been a fan of movies and cinema and and, and television since i was a young kid and uh, I'm very lucky that I get to do this. I understand that. Um, you know, now I remember, I'll tell you this much, and I, I have no shame in saying this. When I was younger, I, was, I would say like, oh, that movie sucked or that movie is not good or whatever, things like that. Not anymore. not anymore. So the deal is this. Sometimes movies don't hit, you know, they don't, they miss the mark. But people work so hard on these projects that, you know, some of them are passion projects. Some of them are, you know, their life's work. And, and I see that, right. I see the work that goes into it. Um, you know, but I will watch everything that I can when I can. 
Um, and sometimes I even go back and watch old movies, old TV shows, just because that's how good they are. That's how, you know, excited I am to watch them. I'm just a big fan of everything. That, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best way to put it as, as somebody in film. Personally, I, I, that's why I started this podcast, right? So I'm, I'm a film major myself. I'm aspiring to be a director myself, create things. I've done screenplay scripts, and I'm like, you know what? I've always had this passion for speaking to people. If I can create an outlet for me to do so and be able to interview people like you, who's been in one, honestly became one of my favorite movies, or people like Wayne, who's part of one of the biggest movements I've ever been a part of. Um, mm-hmm. it's just the people that we've had on this, on this, on this, um, podcast has opened also so many new ways of looking at cinema for me that I had before. Cause like you said, I'm, I'm very guilty of being super, uh, critiqueful of a movie. If yeah. A, if a movie or show comes out and it, it misses the mark for me, like I will go in on it, you know, that's just my, my point of view. But then I, I look at it like, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You look at a movie that's already made and you're like, oh, I can do that so much better. No, you can't because you have to go in and make it from the beginning. You're not going to be thinking of how it, you can't see the final product till it's out there, you know? Yeah. No, you know, and, and um, you know, but you have every every right as a fan, right? I, you know, it's just, again, seeing what goes behind the scenes, right? Um, it's, um, I'll tell you this much, man. I, you know, I was taking the classes. I was doing everything I could to prepare myself as an actor and, and be a professional. But no amount of classes is going to prepare you until you get uh, on set, right? Those onset experiences are, they're priceless. You know, you can't put a price on it just because um, those experiences prepare you for what's next, right? Um, you know, we're there for 12, 14 hours a day. And and obviously, you know, you're trying to do the best you can and deliver something special for the fans that, you um, you know, invest their their time and their money into watching the films. And, uh, you know, because obviously, like I said, there's a lot of streaming service out there. There's a lot of movies being made. Um, they have the choice to pick and choose what they want to see. And if they choose yours, you know, you want to do a good job. Like I said, you know, and it doesn't hit always. But uh, for the most part, I think you want to be a part of something special. And and I've been so lucky and, and, and blessed that in my career, everything that I've done, you know, has been a fun experience. People enjoy those uh, shows and the movies that I've been in. Uh, so moving forward, I hope I can continue to do that and, and be a part of special projects uh, like the Suicide Spot was for me. That's awesome. And speaking of that, when you had, when you were, I know most of it was CGI, obviously all of Starro was CGI because how, how you make that practical. But I know some of the Starro faces were practical, right? Um, I'm not too sure, exactly sure on that. I don't know what, um, I was what you're talking about. You keep one. <laughs> oh, the, oh the, okay, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Okay, no, I did not. I did not. Um, you, you know, I was something, man. Come on, was that you had to have swiped something? I, you know, I, I almost thought. Of, I mean, I thought about it for sure. I just didn't. I, I wasn't. I didn't want to get in trouble with DC, with <laughs> with James, with anybody. You know, I don't know what I could or couldn't do, but uh, you know, maybe one day I'll be able to keep my uniform. My okay, yeah, my uniform like Peacemaker did. <laughs> If Milton was still alive, I'm asking you to channel your inner Milton. Go back to that character. What would his superhero name be? He's been adopted into the Suicide Squad. What is his superhero name? Man. That's a tough one, man. I'm going to have to get back on you with that one because I've never thought about something like that. 
So I can imagine some pretty badass names for Milton. You got some to throw my way. Oh shit! Now you're putting me on the spot. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, saying. Mil- I, Milton has to be maskless, in my opinion. His face is just so imposing. He's got maskless. Maskless. He can't be Batman. He's got to like Superman. That he's got to just show oh, his face. Maskless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put his face out in front of the criminals and scare them to to pieces. That's that's what I can imagine, Milton. I guess so. I mean, I, guess, I, I would I would probably make sure that he was maskless for sure. Um, there's a truck moving behind me right here. Um, I just can't think of a name right now as far as what he would his name would be. He'd be about. You think he'd be a killer, or would he be on the no kill rule? No, I don't know. I think I think he's gonna do whatever he can to uh, protect the people. That's what he is. He's a man of the people. He's gonna run people over in the buses, run the villains over <laughs> in his van. I, I'll get them out, out of uh, harm's way and into safety. That's awesome. I mean. From from my end, Milton, uh, Milton. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get recognized as Milton on the streets? Um, there's been instances for yeah. sure. Um, I'll go out to eat and uh, you know, but it's it's fun. It's fun. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be a day where, um, not so much for me, but if I'm with a friend or family, it might be a little bit different, a little bit uh, unique for them. But um, for the most part, everybody's been very nice, very respectful. Um, somebody on Twitter asked me the other day if, if I'm tired of the Twitter, I mean, of the uh, Milton jokes, who's Milton? Um, but no, my answer was no, I'm not tired of them, never. I think um, I'm, I think this is one of those characters going to follow me forever, and I'm very proud of that. Um, yeah, not a bad, not a bad thing about anything about Milton. Nah, dude, we love Milton. Who doesn't, if you don't like Milton, there's a problem with you. That motherfucker saved, the, he saved the day. Without him, they wouldn't have made it to the tower, and they wouldn't have been able to, to stop <laughs> Stop the bad guys, right? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it was part of part of the crew, man. I, like I said, whatever James uh, was thinking whenever he wrote this, I'm so grateful that uh, I was the one who was able to portray him, bring him to life. Nah, dude, you killed it as Milton, and I'm sure you're gonna kill it in your next projects. That I hopefully find out find out about soon. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure within a few weeks I'll be able to share exactly what it is. Cool. Um, you know, but right now we're still filming, and um, uh Man, I'm just lucky. I'm lucky to be able to do this right now. Um, I mean, I know I can be taken away at any moment, but, you know, while I can and while I am, I'm going to enjoy this. That's it's really refreshing seeing people in your position be so humble because it's 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 a rarity sometimes. Um, some people think they're too good for the next guy. You know what I mean? But when you actually appreciate what what life is giving you, especially when it comes to these roles you're getting, and I'm sure, you know, it could you're going to keep getting bigger roles and the Suicide Squad is going to not even be your biggest movie. It's going to be one of the biggest movies. Right. So yeah. that that's, that's really refreshing to see in somebody, especially someone like you. Um, my honestly, my last question for you is if you could be in any movie, your dream movie, your dream IP, do you have one? <laughs> I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. I'm going to give you the Tom Brady answer. The next one. The next one. Okay. The next one. Man. Um, you know what? I've always said this. No matter what it is, um, you know, you just never know what's going to be the one that connects with people, right? Yeah. Growing up, I think that was the most important thing with me. Um, I wasn't aware of what acting was in the sense of like, oh, you get to pay to do this and, you know, be in movies and things like that. No, for me, it was like I was connecting, right? Um you know, why am I feeling this way towards a person or a character that I, I don't know? I've never met them before. 
Um, so as long as uh, I can make people feel a certain way, whether, you know, let's say it's a, a bad guy, if I can frighten them, if I can, you know, make them feel like this is real, this could happen. I'm doing my job. If I'm doing a comedy and I can make them laugh and I can, you know, make them uh, escape real world, um, you know, for the real world for a couple of hours, then I'm doing my job. Right. So um, I, at, the, at the time right now, I just hope I get to work with the best people. Um you know, the most creative and, and talent, uh, talented actors and, and creators that, that are out there. And it's going to be good for me. It's going to be good for everybody. Um, until then, like I said, man, just the next one's going to be great. Um, I know that up until this point in my career, um, you know, we're, we're grinding. We're trying to make it happen. And, you know, the opportunities that have come my way, I've been able to take advantage of them to the fullest. Um, but, yeah, man, it's been it's been a good time. That's awesome, man. I, I got to tell you again, I really appreciate you making time to come on this podcast. I know it's super busy in, in Hollywood, especially right now, trying to get all these roles. And now that you're doing cons, hopefully you come down to South Florida and have do a con down here. For sure, I'll, if I see you coming down to a con, I'll, I'll come say hi. Um, Please do. That I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Leo. No, thank you for having me. I apologize that I wasn't able to get into a more professional setting. Um, but like I said, it was one of those days where they asked me to come on set um, out of nowhere. Um, you know, but that's the way it goes sometimes. And, and you got to be ready for it. So, yeah.